Hi, Diamonds. Welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role in your life, career, and relationships. Here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, Diamonds. Today we're talking about productivity hacks. Kalina and I are going to break down five different ways that you can be more productive. So grab a notebook and a pen. My name is Julie Dean. We are the United States of Women. Hello, Diamonds. What's up, Julie? Hey, Kalina. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I was thinking about, you know, how we can really maximize our day the other day, and it got me looking around and thinking about what I do already and how I can maximize those things that I'm already doing to be even more productive. Yeah, we can always do better and even more. So get rid of some old habits that we thought were good, right? And now we realize we need some new ones. <laughs> right, right. And the more I hang out with you and the more you, like crazy I think you are and the more crazy you think I am, I'm like, this is going to be so much fun because we're both super geeks I'm learning and we have super unique ways of doing things. <laughs> <laughs> but it all gets us to the road of the rainbow. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so the first productivity hack here I have is to create a daily task sheet. Hmm. And when I say daily task sheet, it's kind of funny because I have this working Word document that I just keep on my desktop. And it's basically like a scratch piece of paper that every morning I go through and I identify what things I want to accomplish. Yeah. And I incorporate them throughout my meeting. So, like, I'll have a bullet point for my meeting. Like, oh, here, I'm going to be meeting with Kalina from 8 to 9. The next bullet point is, and I'm going to be sending her an email. <laughs> <laughs> and so after I've mapped out those basic things, I expand beyond that. Like, and I yeah. want to get this done. So let me fit this in this window. Yeah. And it's basic, basic bullet point list that at the end of the day, I'm so excited to see it finished. Yeah. And the next day I literally delete the entire thing and only keep what I didn't finish. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Bullet points are like underrated, right? Bullet points are, they can communicate a thousand words when you have them there on your to-do list and you're like, okay, check. Okay, check. Okay, check. And then you're adding more to it through the day. But I have had this, I've had a couple of clients where they love bullet points, but they put too much on there and they really can't feel that success of accomplishment for more things going on. But it's one of those things where it's like through the day, just only give yourself permission to complete so many of them. Don't try to aim for a completely empty list or an empty list and feel bad that things didn't get off the list. It's about finding solutions in your day and saying, you know what? I was able to get six off, but I did put 10 on, but six is the minimum or the maximum number in which I will attempt to, you know, put on my day because today is not to be filled with tasks. Today is filled with so many other things. Right. And don't measure your productivity yeah. on the amount of tasks you have, yes. right? You know, and everyone has to do what works best for them. And I will be honest. Oh my gosh, I did it again. <laughs> Diamonds, if you did not listen to the last episode, she said, I'll be honest. Oh, my God, I hate that word because then it means you're not being honest. Then she said, let's be honest. <laughs> so, you know, when it comes to these productivity hacks, like you have to do things that work for you. And for a while, I was that girl that was like, 
I'm not doing enough if I'm not doing a hundred things every day. So I had to change my mindset. And that meant I had to adjust my task list to a did it task list. And so I was only allowed to write tasks after I finished them because I didn't want to feel that discouragement of, oh, I didn't finish my list. Yes. And then once I worked through that barrier, I went back to having my to-do list because at the end of the day, I needed to get it out of my head. Yeah, yeah. I have to see it, you know, in order to say I did it. (laughs) So I don't forget that I was going to do something. (laughs) It's like stinking. (laughs) But then there's that sense of accomplishment. We hunt for it, right, with the bullet points. And so, you know, if we can get so many off of our list, that just makes us feel like we just did this whole sheet. But let me talk about the bullet point, right? That could be a whole nother topic, like the bullet points. Because during the brunch, you know, I had lived off of a, you know, a piece of document, you know, whether it was my strategic, you know, planning document or a back of an envelope or (laughs) the back of a piece of paper or back of a receipt. (laughs) Guess what? There was bullet points, bullet points. And I had them folded up in the document or in my purse or somewhere. But literally, I kept a hold of every piece of paper with every bullet point because it was a grounding opportunity to come back to something that you felt like in the moment it's important. But as you're progressing forward down the road, especially in event planning, you go back to check it off and say, okay, I still want to complete these. These are still some things, still some things that are important that I want to, you know, take care of. They may not have been that that critical in the beginning, but I wanted to dock them. And so bullet points get a bad rap, or at least they're not utilized as much because even though you're writing down what you have to do, sometimes it's just great to write down the things that come to mind as a placeholder to come back to to see whether or not something else takes precedent over it. So, yeah, tasks are amazing. I love that. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, figure out what works for you. Yep. <laughs> but definitely write yep. it down so you get it out of your head. Get it out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> the next big productivity hack here we have is hard deadlines. Oh you know, if, um, they say goals are just dreams with deadlines. Yeah, yeah, with deadlines, right? And we always feel like there's more opportunity for more time. And we realize that time is, we live in a world and space where we are limited with time, even though in some people's consciousness, time is infinite and is limitless and we can gravitate toward things endlessly. You know, time doesn't matter. I mean, and we're I moving get closer it. to death I every know. second. Then, right, 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 right. Some <clears throat> client of mine said yesterday, man, oh my God, everything we're doing <laughs> is for the obituary. <laughs> Long live the legacy. Long live the legacy. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, everything is for the eulogy. Everything, right? And so with that in mind, those hard deadlines can be pretty harsh, right? Especially if we're not working or we're discouraged or there's a moving target and we can't get cohesiveness and momentum around it. My remedy and solution and suggestion and recommendation is have a plan A and a plan B and a plan C for that hard deadline. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You've got to have three aim smart. They call them smart plans where you have a smart plan. Right, right, right. But I have an aim. I have an aim smart. What's acceptable, ideal, and, and, and a middle or measurable goal. In other words, I have an ideal for that deadline. And then, the, then I have a middle, like a measure, like a middle one, the one that I would say is a stretch, but it's definitely going to do the job. And then I have the acceptable. It's more than the nothing, but it's absolutely acceptable. So <laughs> I call it the aim smart, right? Because so. <laughs> you have three options for that deadline. I'm cracking up because <laughs> I'm over here like, so our aim smart plan was to be in this office for six months. <laughs> 
then it was three months, and then it, one month was acceptable diamonds. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So, <laughs> having those hard deadlines, you know, I always think back to the quote on how do you eat an elephant? Yeah. One bite at a time. One bite at a time, Diamond. So you might want to lose 30 pounds in a week, but unfortunately you might want to have a couple other goals just in case you don't do it. Yeah. And a couple of goals could be like, I want to work out, you know, every day. That's ideal for an hour. Well, what if you don't work out every day for an hour? Well, I definitely want to make sure I absolutely work out, you know, three days out of the week and probably do some sort of meditation or yoga to get something in on that every other day. Well, what if you don't do that? Well, if you don't do that, then you can do like me and walk around with booty bands around your house, <laughs> hoping that those resistant bands are really right? actually doing something. Right? And how, many, and how often do we want to do that? I'll definitely make sure they're on every day in case I don't get to the gym, right? So that's having an aim smart plan that's going to get you closer to the goal and to the deadline to experience some transformation or access to some sort of accomplishment. That's how I realized I was turning into my mom. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, my mom would walk around doing arm circles, trying to keep her arms skinny. She'd be <laughs> watching TV, <laughs> doing arm circles. And I'm over here walking around with these resistance bands around my thighs, washing the dishes. <laughs> we got to keep the boobs pumped up. There you so go, you got it. <laughs> Diamonds, if you can only see us, if this was video recorded, it would have been something to see. You're not missing anything. <laughs> We're saving you <laughs> the visual. <laughs> Hey, this is Sarah. I just wanted to chat with you for a moment. I wanted to let you know about an awesome new tool for your business, LifeQuest. With brandable features that make it possible to run multiple businesses and sell paid resources, LifeQuest is the newest mobile client relationship management platform for growing your business. LifeQuest is helping dynamic professional leaders, just like you, save time and money while managing their business. Our support team would love to show you what LifeQuest can do for you. Click the link in the show notes to get started. At LifeQuest, we're not just one more thing, we're the thing. Now back to your show. Our next big productivity hack is to stay focused. Yeah, that's really difficult sometimes, but easy to do. But sometimes, sometimes I feel like all the times, you know, if I check in with myself, I like to day trade. And the amount of times I'll be watching the stock market mm. on my phone. And I forgot that I was watching the stock market and somehow ended up playing a game on my phone. It's like, what? <laughs> where did my brain go in that like two minutes I told yeah. myself to watch it? Yeah. Because you found something so quick and thinking, I'll just take a minute. It's not moving. <gasps> oh, I'm actually now 10 minutes into a TikTok. But, you know. And the stock market <laughs> dropped $10. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I am finding the best mojo with the focus with putting actually earplugs in my ear. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I walk, you know, those earplugs that you see people wearing in the factory like at a concert? and stuff like you're that. You're hilarious. You know, you're no, I'm walking with some, like you're shooting guns. With, <laughs> shooting guns in my ear. I <laughs> that is such a visual. But I literally will put these those earplugs, those yellow ones, and squeeze Stop. the tip, and I'll stick them down in my ear you're and let weird. it expand. And I can't then, hear you. I got my earplugs. I can hear you. So diamonds for me, my thoughts are always on and I'm always thinking. And for <laughs> me, in order, in order for me to focus at times, it is such a wonderful feeling of silence to allow my mind to think and not hear a phone beep, 
not hear something on TV that will cause my head to turn, not to experience the sound of the refrigerator when you hear something drink, somebody pour a drink and you're like, can I get some? Your right. eyes all twitching. <laughs> right. Like a focus, a focus. <laughs> so if you've got triggers <laughs> that cause you great distraction, a nice <laughs> hack to stay focused is simply wearing earplugs. And I kid you not, you will find that you will maximize your time and you'll double your what you produce in that time frame greater than you possibly thought you could and what you were thinking you were doing. You heard it here first. Uh, Airplugs. <laughs> Kalina's triggered by the water coming out of the refrigerator. <laughs> no, it's the, di- it's, it's, it's the popping of the can of the ginger beer. Stop, tr- <laughs> stop drinking your drinks around Kalina when yes, she's working. Yes, <laughs> you get thirsty, right? You know, my gosh, a sweet drink would be so great right now. That's so funny. <sighs> One of my big ways to stay focused is I need to, you know, be in my workspace environment. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to be working, you know, I can't do it from bed for example for sure i enjoy working from bed you Uh, know and i enjoy you know laying in bed doing computer work but i am definitely not as focused as i would be if i am at my desk yeah 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 i think that leads into the point number four is putting away those distractions so bed is a distraction but let me tell you sometimes i'm going to go back to the earplugs for me it simulates the night creative people tend to come awake and alive and creatively think during the night why because it's quiet and the world is asleep. <laughs> so There's if a- you simulate the earplugs during the day, you literally create the, the ambiance of the night. There's a Kid Cudi song called Day and Night. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's okay. I'm going to send it to you, Kalina, because you would resonate with the nocturnalness of that creative <laughs> bird in you. <laughs> Kalina identifies as an owl. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I, I, I am a morning person, but I do recognize what artists and creative people experience in the night is that they can spend hours and hours in the evening and they just... The creativity is endless and it's hard to cut off. And so that's why you see a lot of people recording music in the evening. It's because somehow... They're, they feel connected to the creative opportunities during the night. I don't and know I get what that, that. Is. I mean, I can get pretty magical at 3 a.m. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need to get up and write this down. I know. So earplugs. I'm stressing the earplugs. So I'm it can try create that. the night that you need. And it could also put you to sleep if you're like me. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's so quiet. I'm just going to get some rest. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> For high-functioning people, it's just a suggestion. So when it comes to putting away distractions, you know, what kind of hacks do you have around that? That that earplug is one. And then, obviously, for me, my space is a representation of my thought process. So I love feng shui. I love organization. I love a clean environment. I love an organized environment. And some people will say, you'll spend a lot of time organizing an environment and never actually working. I understand that because if the environment is not visually stimulating for me, then it doesn't draw me in to be able to co-create there. And so diamonds, my love language is, um, you know, intimacy, quality time, things of that nature. But I'm a visual learner as much as I'm a kinesthetic learner that likes to hear things and sensory touch things. But I recognize that there's a dominant learning curve for me that I receive things visually. And some people are like, oh my gosh, you know, you put so much effort into things looking perfect. But I'm thinking, no, that's how I tap into the greatest things in me is by allowing my environment, which is the forest, 
to allow me an opportunity to think anabolically around things that I want to see and do. So for me, the distractions, putting away distractions is cleaning my desk, cleaning my workspace, organizing things around me so that I can just focus on the work at hand. So if you spent like an hour cleaning, putting away your distractions, and you only had an hour to get work done, how does that go? Yeah, so when I leave the day, I take the time to organize so that when I come back to my work environment, it invites me. Oh, do you like to make your bed in the morning? I do. So that your bed invites you back For to sure. bed? Absolutely. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so when I think about putting away distractions, one of the things I like to do is that Pomodoro timer. Yeah. And that's where, you know, you set aside that 25 minutes and straight focus time and I put away all my distractions. And that means like my phone has to be in an entirely different room. Oh, that's awesome. Because inevitably if my phone's sitting right there by me and I hear a buzz or... Yeah get distracted when whatever I'm doing, I grab my phone. So it really gives me that focused time. And I know in my head, like, okay, once that timer goes off, I can yeah. go back to being distracted. And at least I was productive for that time. That's cool. That's really cool. But when we were in uh, Miraval here a couple of weeks ago, one of the requirements or not requirements, but what they recommend and ask and are intentional around making sure that you have this opportunity is to put your digital devices away. And so as soon as you arrive, they give you this wonderful bag, and inside the bag, Julie, is this really cool sleeping bag for your phone. Nice. Isn't that cute? And it says, please just says, is unplug and be present. Yeah. And so there's only certain locations on the facility where you can pull your digital devices out to check in with family or work, but it's not throughout the entire resort. It's not in the classrooms or in the dining or walking along the pathways. Yeah. It's just in certain common areas where you can pull your digital devices out. And I love that. You know, I was recently listening to my favorite podcast, Secret to Success, yeah. and they were talking about how, you know, there's a certain kind of maturity that comes with when you realize how great it is to be present in that moment. Yeah. Sure. And they were talking about when, you know, one of the couples said when they were younger, they hadn't ever been on a trip out of the country and they mm -hmm. went to the Eiffel Tower. And, you know, as a new couple, newly married, first big trip, the most expensive trip they've ever taken, he felt like he literally experienced the entire Eiffel Tower through his cell phone camera. Yeah. Because they were taking pictures so, so nonstop, right? I want to show all my friends that I saw the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> right? And then when he got home, he was so disappointed. Nobody because wanted he to was see like, it. Well, not just that, but, you know, he was like, dang it, I could have seen all these pictures on pictures not flowing all the way to the Eiffel Tower. Like, if I was going to go there, I should have been looking at it and yeah. enjoying it in yeah. that moment instead yeah. of, like, living through my camera lens. Yeah, yeah. There was something about feeling like you're going to miss out, and then you really missed out. Right, mm -hmm. right. Well, and to add to that, you know, this is such a digression, but it's like how often do we think, you know, if I take a picture with a celebrity, now I look famous. Not realizing <laughs> that, like, hello, just we took a picture with a celebrity doesn't make you famous. Right. Like You just had a cool minute, and then you get to take the picture home, but do you really remember what that was like trying to, you know, oh, God, let me get my camera. I'm so nervous and trying to get a shot, and you're just really not present. You're not just, like, having a conversation or... Hey, tell me something really cool that you and your world might be able to share with me, right? Well, you're getting you know too caught saying? up on yeah. what other people think about you instead of living in the moment, right? Yeah, that's one lens. That is definitely one lens. That is a distraction. It so, is. <laughs> we totally went off the topic here, but you know, our last productivity, fifth and final productivity is to do what you can. And this, you know, really goes back to that task sheet and comes mm -hmm. full circle with, mm -hmm. you know, give yourself that grace. Yep. 
make sure that you're doing better every day. You know, there's a book, The Atomic Habits, and it's yeah. all about, you know, doing 1% better every day. And you're always going to be the best that you are in this moment. And every day you have the opportunity to take that and roll into the next day to be even better. Oh, that was beautifully said. That was beautifully said because, you know, diamonds, we only get one shot at this race called life and we want to live it and we want to leave a legacy. And for the diamonds that are listening to us, we know you. This is something that you definitely want to do. This is why you work hard. You love checking in with us because we offer you something that is connecting you to your levels of success and we are so excited to be able to share that and do that with you but we also understand that you know you're working hard and you can hold yourself to some really high expectations and it's really important to give yourself like what julie said some grace and some space because you know we need you want you to do your do do what you do to live connected to that power to that purpose and that plan but in order for you to do that you have to be able to put these hacks into your life so that you can experience the abundance that you were, you were, you were intended to experience and not allowing yourself the opportunity to reset or rethink or, you know, challenge yourself to do things different or hold yourself accountable, you know, then, you know, what does that say about you? What does that say about you? But most importantly, we hold ourselves to a higher expectation sometimes than we hold other people. And so we give you grace and space. Find your life hacks and do what you have to do to be able to continue to do what you do and to do even more and impact the people that you serve. Absolutely. So just to recap, those five productivity hacks are one, daily task sheets, two, create hard deadlines, three, stay focused, Four, put away your distractions. And five, do what you can. Ah, love it, love it, love it. Until next time, Diamonds, shine bright. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about, people you think this will benefit. Share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions. We all want to help people live empowered, to know what to do when faced with uncertainty. And I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it. But also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you. Diamonds, you have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it. And it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power purpose plan today. Until next time, take care.